The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome on all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTV and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Tuesday, June 2nd, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, practicing social distancing. We know that there is a lot going on in our world right now. I know we have a lot of international listeners uh, and obviously a lot here in the United States and we know there's a lot going on in our country, and um, we hope that talking about the Dallas Cowboys can bring you some level of joy right now. Uh, we love the Dallas Cowboys, and we love talking about the Cowboys and breaking down the Cowboys and analyzing them and, and everything in between, and we love doing that with you. And we've said before that we're so appreciative that you make us part of your Cowboys coverage, part of your Cowboys content. Um, we're, we're so appreciative that you choose to listen to us, and we hope that talking about the Cowboys right now can bring you some level of joy um and um you know june is typically the most quiet month in the nfl and we're now on the second day and things have been quiet with regards to the cowboys um seeing as we are a month away from july let alone about six weeks away from july 15th uh we're still you know about a month and a half out from some action it would seem at least on the dak prescott front um you know, for what it's worth, if uh, if you're you know if you want to get riled up about Dak Prescott, maybe that's the argument you want to have today. Um, you know, Bill Barnwell wrote a fantastic like five thousand word uh, you know deep dive on Dak Prescott and all the myths and misconceptions about his game. Uh, we broke it down for you at bloggingtheboys.com as well. If you want to check that out. We did have a brand new episode of Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray on Monday. Uh, the girls got into outdoor sports in the state of Texas. Uh, again, with so much going on, you know, uh, we are all still waiting on the return of sports professionally, at least on a large scale. And, um, you know, we'll see what, what comes of uh, the news from the last, you know, week or so and uh, what comes in the future. Obviously, the PGA Tour is scheduled to get back uh, going here soon. I know the Bundesliga has been going for a while and other professional soccer leagues, uh, as we talked about, uh, my dad and I um, are on the way back. So we'll see. But, um, you know, today I just, you know, it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode. We are scheduled to have a new episode of the 750 later on today in your podcast feed. It will be myself, two-time Super Bowl champion Tony Casillas, and ESPN's Ed Werder again. 
Michigan. That is what is on our schedule. So uh, hopefully we're able to bring that to you. You can check back around lunchtime on Tuesday. Make sure you do subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcast. That's Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. We are available everywhere. Uh, if you need a link, just hit me up. I am on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa. My DMs are open if you need some help. You can always email me, by the way, rj.ochoa at sbnation.com if that is more your speed. Um, today, we're going to talk about something that um, you know I wrote about on Monday and got a lot of interaction on. And so, um, you know, like we said, we, we hope that talking about the Cowboys brings you joy. And this was at least entertaining for a lot of Cowboys fans, I think. Um, now, today is Tuesday, which means that yesterday was Monday. And every Monday, Peter King, uh, you know, used to pen the MMQB and now writes Football Morning in America over at Pro Football Talk and NBC and whatnot. And it's it's great. I mean, it's one of the must reads every week in the NFL and in terms of NFL coverage. Um, and you know, this week Peter King did some power rankings. You know, I, I mentioned that June is the most quiet month of the NFL calendar, and that means that you know, over the course of the next month, you're going to see a lot of power rankings, a lot of lists, and a lot of stuff like that because you know people are trying to kind of get ready for the season. You know, God willing, we have a season and whatnot. Um, but so Peter King has the Dallas Cowboys as the ninth best team in the NFL. And that's fine. You know, I, I think that's fair. I think we all probably think the Cowboys are a top 10 team. Uh, but the part of his breakdown on the Cowboys that kind of caught my eye had to do with the team's first round draft pick. Now, we all know it's very possible that you have heard, especially because you are a listener to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed, that the Cowboys have been really praised and heralded for what they did in the draft and especially what they did in the first round with CeeDee Lamb falling to them with the 17th overall pick. Peter King is, I don't want to say not a fan, um, but he thinks the Cowboys should have done something different. He wrote, and I quote, and I did write about this again if you want to check it out at blogontheboys.com. I still feel like the Cowboys would have been wiser to go defense with the pick that nabbed Lamb. Even better, a trade down to get a corner and a safety in rounds one and two after losing sack leader Robert Quinn and top cornerback Byron Jones in free agency. He goes on to say, Dak Prescott certainly can win his share of 33-30 to 30 games. Now for the Cowboys to beat Philadelphia for the NFC East crown, he'll have to. I think the Cowboys are the team to beat in the division, but one of the toughest November-December slates in football, Eagles twice, Steelers and Niners at home, Ravens and Vikings away, will make it very difficult. Now, it's true that the Cowboys are going to have um, a difficult schedule over the second half of the season. Um I don't agree with the fact that the Cowboys should have taken a defensive player over CeeDee Lamb. And I think that, you know, the the problem, at least, uh, we got a lot of comments on this on the article on the side and a lot of tweets as mentioned. Um, look, if, if you're saying that any defensive player would have been better than CeeDee Lamb simply because he plays defense... That's how you end up with Taco Charlton, right? I mean, that's how you end up with Tristan Hill. I mean, when when you when you look at things that way, it does not go well for you. And the Cowboys, and we all gave them a lot of credit. I mean, they were able to adjust in the moment and, and were able to say, you know what? We didn't really plan on CeeDee Lamb being available, but he is, and that's an insane value. He's by far the highest rated player on our board. We have to take him. And I also think, and this is a separate point, I think that people still are not, you know, allotting enough credit to how much of a need wide receiver was for the Cowboys. People look at Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and say, oh, you're 
set. Why do you need another one? Well, dude, they're going to be playing out of 11 personnel all the time. I mean, they're going to need another wide receiver. And what's more is, I mean, in two years, who knows what the guy was receiving court looks like. CeeDee Lamb's probably going to be the head guy there. Um, and, you know, who knows what Amari Cooper's contract situation is at that time. And, you know, uh, with guaranteed money and whatnot. And Michael Gallup, will he have a new deal? I mean, there's a lot of questions to answer. Um, but, I mean, I just, to, to say, oh, yeah, any defensive player would have been better. And what's more is to say, oh, yeah, because they needed cornerback help. The Cowboys literally drafted Trevon Diggs in the second round. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, this, this would be a... I don't even want to say a fair argument, but it would be a more understandable argument if the Cowboys did not walk away with any corner help, let alone they did also draft Reggie Robinson the second. Uh, but for what it's worth, I mean, I think that people look at this and say, oh, well, you know, Robert Quinn left. What are you going to do? You should have taken Caleb on chase on. If the Cowboys had taken Caleb on chase on over CeeDee Lamb, I think that people would have not forgiven them. I, I think that that would have been an egregious error. And, you know, maybe this, maybe Caleb on will have a Joey Bosa type rookie season and, you know, everybody will kind of have to eat their words. And look, no disrespect to Caleb on chase on, but if CD lamb falls to you, you take CD lamb. So good for the Cowboys doing so. And look, saying, Oh yeah, it would have been nice for the Cowboys to draft a safety dude. Welcome to being a Cowboys fan over the last 15 years. And people have been wanting to see the Cowboys draft a safety for a long time. And so I just, that's a weird point. I think it's a weird point to make that any defensive player, simply by the fact that they play defense would have been a better choice than CD lamb. Um, but you know, whatever i digress um and look i i, I said this was going to be a shorter episode of the ocho uh we do have uh what should be a fun conversation later today on the 750 again is scheduled two-time super bowl champion tony casillas myself and ed Warder are going to chop it up uh we'll probably talk some dak prescott again if you haven't yet go we go read um bill barnwell's write-up about him it was fantastic kind of addresses all the you know sort of cliche arguments you hear against dak and uh it's something that i think you'll really enjoy Make sure you do subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed on all major podcast platforms. Uh, make sure you check out blogontheboys.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram again. I am at RJ Ochoa. We had a great time having my dad uh, on the last couple of episodes, but you're back to just me and maybe a couple of guests or two. We'll see what we're able to uh, put together. Uh, and do me one more favor. Have the absolute best Tuesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts.